1: Do you want extra episodes every month? Do you want ad-free versions of the show? Then you should sign up over at patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro, and you'll get your very own RSS feed to put into whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And you'll be first in line for all extra content. So head on over and become a Patreon supporter of this very show. And we are here for the final. Why is that not turning down <laughs> for the final show of 2021 here at the Nerd Cave Retro Show? My name is Jason Robbins, and my name is Derek Diamond. And it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be the final show of 2021 if I didn't have soundboard problems. So yay, soundboard!
0: 2021 in a nutshell.
1: Yes. So uh, we're. Counting down the hours before this awful, awful year is going to be over. It's going to be over in just a few days, but uh, but what have you been doing? I know you've been off work for a little bit, um, playing any games or anything fun. Um, just getting most
0: everything ready for, for the launch of the new show next week because I'm going to be actually out of town. We're leaving uh, tomorrow night to drive to Tallahassee, and then Friday morning we're going to drive to Orlando. Nice. and spend a week there uh samantha's family is doing their yearly like big family vacation and we're uh we're going to disney which is cool because we were just there a couple of months ago so get to uh go to disney for a few days and just kind of hang out and and relax before you know get back and really hit the ground running with my new job so it'll be good to to get away from everything for a few days but uh yeah that's Pretty much what most of my week has been consisting of, getting ready for the trip and getting ready for the new show.
1: So with that being said, just to let everybody know, we are taking next week off. So don't think we're pod fading. We're just taking the first week of 2022 off, and uh, we'll be back the second week. But if you need your...
0: If you need your podcast needs fulfilled, you can check out the debut episode of Feature Presentation, which will be Mm -hmm. one week from today on January 5th.
1: And also this week's episode of Open Micers, which we just did a little while ago, which uh, featured Mr. Derek Diamond talking about Feature Presentation podcast. And gas station food. Yes, gas station and, boudin. And and, and other <laughs> other
0: fun things. So uh, the, the bad traffic we have in Pensacola. Yes. So
1: I could do an hour just on the bad traffic of Pensacola because I, if you've never been to Pensacola, if you're going there for Pensacon this year and you've never been there, be prepared for the worst road system you've ever seen in your life.
0: <sighs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's gotten worse.
1: <laughs> and, and and what I said on that show, like how you can be heading what you think is south on a road that you took to go north, you could go south on that same road, and then all of a sudden you're like twenty miles north of the interstate, and you're like, how did did I just enter a wormhole? What just happened? That happened to me last time I was in Pensacola. I went over there to uh, film, uh, help a couple of friends film a movie, and I thought I was taking the same road back to get to the place I had to go. I thought I was taking the same road back and somehow got sidetracked that I ended up like 15 miles to the east. I wasn't even in Pensacola anymore. I'm like, I, I have no idea how this happened. Like, I-, I don't know.
0: I've lived in the area my entire life, and it still confuses me sometimes. <laughs> That's so. the worst. it to
1: the choir here. Uh but um this week I have had this week off work and it has been absolutely glorious. Waking up when I want to, going wherever I want to go, whenever I want to, going to to comedy and just do podcasting when I want to. It's just it's been so nice. I could get used to this. Uh,
0: yeah, you and me both. It's it's going to be some adjusting getting back to like a consistent work schedule. Cause I got so used to just being at home all the time. Yeah. But now it's going to be, you know, in January, it'll be a little bit get, getting some used to, but it'll be okay. Yeah. It won't be anything like I had with the blue Wahoos. So <laughs> it'll be good.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, I have been playing, um, I've uh, been playing, uh, I got Jedi fallen order for the PS4, yeah. For Christmas, and um, there's a few little flaws in the game that I don't like, but I've gotten used to at this point. And I gotta say, it's probably one of the best Star Wars games I think I've ever played.
0: That's pretty high praise, because there are some some great Star Wars games. It's
1: pretty good. I like the combat system. I like uh, the, the, it's got a lot of RPG elements as far as like your, like you have like a talent tree. As far as like your force abilities, your lightsaber abilities, your uh, survival, survival things like that. So, and you get you know skill points that you earn throughout the game, and you just kind of take like these different trees to do different moves, and it's so, so good. And you get to customize your own lightsaber. It's, I gotta say, it's probably I haven't finished it yet, but. And I didn't put it on my list because it's so close to when I made the list, but i got to say it's one of the best games i played this year.
0: That's awesome. Speaking of Star Wars, have you watched the first episode of The Book of Boba Fett?
1: Yes, I did. Uh, Wally didn't enjoy it as much as I thought he was going to. I really like it.
0: I see his point, and I, I don't want to give anything away, but it is a, kind of a slow burn. but. Yeah. It is the first episode. I'm not going to completely give up on it after one show, but there was a lot that I liked about it.
1: Just so I'm curious to see what they do. The first five minutes alone is yep. worth it for me. <laughs> they,
0: they answer a lot of questions mm-hmm. pretty quickly.
1: But they also create a lot more questions after that. And yes, it is, it's going to be a slow burn. But I'm okay with that. I like a good slow burn story. Give me, you know, ease me into what happened to Boba Fett between Return of the Jedi and now.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be watching, you know, every single week. I'm, as, as much as I've enjoyed all the Marvel content this year, I'm ready for some Star Wars. So it, it came along at the perfect time. I've so been looking I, forward
1: to this Oh, so same. much. I love Boba Fett. I'm I'm one of those Boba Fett, I've loved Boba Fett ever since I was a kid, even though he only had like three minutes of screen time. He's still, he's just so cool. How can you not yeah. like Boba Fett?
0: As much as I, I, like I've been looking forward to Boba Fett too, but the one I'm looking forward to is
1: Kenobi. He's the only person in the original trilogy that could like talk shit to Vader and not get choked out. <laughs> he's just straight yep. up like he's no good to me. Dead, don't kill him. Invader's like okay, you know, like he- <laughs> the Empire will compensate you <laughs> if he dies. Put him in, uh, yeah, love it. Um, uh, yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm really excited about. it. I'm really excited for Kenobi. I can't wait for that.
0: Yeah, that's the one that I've been waiting for ever since they announced they were doing spinoff movies that's the one that i've been wanting is a kenobi story yeah. cuz i love you and mcgregor's portrayal of obi-wan he was the highlight of the entire prequel trilogy to me and obi-wan's my favorite character so yeah. you put those two together and yeah i'm going to be there day one i'll okay. probably that'll be one that i'm going to probably find out what time it technically drops on disney plus and i will watch <laughs> it the moment it drops
1: me too i'm going to be so, there man at midnight as soon as it drops yep Uh, but we're gonna go into the news right now you ready to get these stories out the way let's do it Some of today's stories were submitted to us by Armez Jackson. And if you have a story you'd like us to cover, send them to nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. The first story comes from nintendoeverything.com. Cyberpunk turn based action game KeyLocker coming to Switch. Um, a little while back, Munana opened a Kickstarter campaign for Key Locker, a cyberpunk turn based action game. It turned out to be a huge success as the team smashed its funding goal with close to $60,000 raised. Additionally, a Switch version was secured after hitting the stretch goal. Uh, Key Keylocker has players exploring the story of a Bobo, a singer and songwriter who will serenade her rebellion against the vicious authorities by banding it together with the jukebot drummer Rocket to shatter the strings of fate and sing the melody of freedom. Expect to battle the authorities, unlock the secrets of the planet, play on your own band's concerts, and hack into the network to bring an end to this corrupt system, uh, the project is said to take inspiration from the, the Mario and Luigi series, and uh, that's weird, Mar- That, that I, I think they at mean, amp. yeah, that at yeah, amp. And- I hate it when that happens, like it screws me up when I read that. Um, the Mario and Luigi series and Chrono Trigger, I think they mean Super Mario RPG, if I'm not mistaken.
0: So, there is a Mario and Luigi RPG series which. After watching the trailer, I definitely see the influence of it. The graphics, as far as its style goes, does remind me of that. It reminds me of that more than Chrono Trigger, personally, but I I like the look of it. I mean, the the battle style looks pretty cool. I like the graphics. I'm not really into cyberpunk type, you know, genre, whatever you want to call it. I'm not
1: either, but the premise actually sounds pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. uh, As far as using, you know, like, music and things like that in the game so i'm really interested in checking it out and see what it what it's like if they have a demo hopefully i might try the demo and uh, if it's good i might give it a download
0: yeah i'd be interested in trying it out too you know for for those same reasons and i i like the mario and luigi series i think it's pretty underrated and i never really hear anybody talk about them but they're all great games and if this is anything like it it'll be solid for sure yeah Let's see, our next story also comes to us from NintendoEverything.com. Road movie-inspired racing game heading out on the way to Switch. Serious Sim has announced heading out a road movie-inspired racing game. It's currently on track for a 2022 launch, and a quick overview of it. It's a road movie-inspired racing game mixed with an immersive narration, character creator, and resource management. We aim to recreate the spirit of cult American road movies from the past, such as Vanishing Point, Two Lane Blacktop, and Thelma and Louise. You play as a vigilante driving across the country in a muscle car. How fast can you go coast to coast? Who or what are you running from? Are you looking for an adventure? Or do you just want to get lost on the highways carved in vast American plains? You get to create your own hero and story, meaningful choices and unique adventures and roguelike structure with infinite replayability potential.
1: I'm definitely it, interested in this because did you ever see the movie Vanishing Point? I did not. Uh, they actually the original and then they made a remake of it I think back in the 90s. It was like a 70s movie and um, it's just it's about this guy who is just steals his car and you know goes on this huge cross-country chase. And ends up dying at the end, like he just like speeds into a barricade of police, like that's the end of the movie. And me and my friend, as a friend of mine, like that was his favorite movie back when we were in high school. He used to watch it all the time, and he used to draw. He was really good artist, so he would always be drawing pictures of the car. Like he was obsessed with that movie, Vanishing Point. And um, I, I like it too. I've only seen it a couple times, but if but it's a really cool movie, and if this is kind of based on that, I definitely want to play this.
0: Well, if this screen cap is anything to say about the graphic style, it looks really cool. It has like almost like a film noir yeah. type of look to it, and I, I really dig that. I dig the fact that it, it seems like it's being inspired, like you mentioned with Vanishing Point, and it, it reminds me of a movie from the 70s. So, based off the look alone, I'm Interested, similar to what we were talking about with the cyberpunk game. If there's a demo to this, I'd definitely love to try it out. Yeah. Cause it sounds like a game that I could really get into,
1: but that's your homework out there. Everybody. If you've never seen vanishing point, um, let me just look up real quick and see, look on just watch and see if it's streaming anywhere. Cause I've seen it streaming before.
0: That vanishing. site is so invaluable
1: by the way. Oh, I know. I love just watch. Since Vanishing you introduced
0: 20. me to it, like that's, I
1: use it a lot. Uh, I think they remade it in 2012 too. There was a 19, 1971, 1997, and 2012. Uh, the original is, oh my gosh, it is not streaming anywhere. Uh, streaming on? Nope, it is not streaming anywhere. So not even might, on Prime? Nope. N- you can't even rent it. It might be wow. available on YouTube. Let me look up YouTube just just to see. I'm just curious.
0: That's very rare for any movie.
1: Vanishing Point movie.
0: What's it going to be?
1: What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Watch Vanishing Point official. What is this site? Yidio? Have you ever heard of this? Mm
0: -mm. Mm-mm.
1: I guess it's from um, a service from Voodoo. And if you put in "vanishing point" movie, it brings up this thing called Yidio, and you click it, and there's a link for Voodoo, and you rent it for two ninety nine from Voodoo. That's weird. Like, like the magic. <laughs> uh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um that's weird. That's very weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's twentieth century Fox movie, so you would think it would be like available on like hulu or something you know
0: you want to know a movie that's not available for streaming anywhere at least last i checked that's very surprising to me was angels in the outfield really yep
1: because we, we wanted we wanted 90s
0: we wanted to do a showing of it at the stadium during the the pandemic but it wasn't available anywhere
1: hmm yeah well if you get a chance to see vanishing point the original if you can it's find somewhere. it it's a cool movie
0: it's somewhere i'll find it
1: uh, let's see. Last story here is from Polygon.com. Here are the most popular indie games on the Nintendo Switch in 2021. Let's. Um, I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm just going to say it's been a standout year for indies, especially on Switch. Uh, this is as far as indies go. Nintendo posted a video showing off some of the 15 best-selling indie games on the platform on Wednesday. The list is Cyber Shadow Unpacking Tetris Effect Connected. Stick Fight the Game, Curse of the Dead Gods, Ender Lilies, Doki Doki Literature Club. I've heard a lot about that game. I'm going to have to to. go check that out. A lot of people say that's a really good game. Uh, Spelunky 2, Road 96, Subnautica Below Zero, Littlewood Islanders, Slime Rancher, uh, Portable Edition. That sounds weird. Uh, Not to be confused with portable. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Eastward and Axiom Verge two, and I have not played any of these. And I considered myself an indie game aficionado. Yeah,
0: I can honestly say I haven't either, Hmm. which is
1: unfortunate. The Tetris effect is. I love me some Tetris. I do like Tetris as well. Says it's the is euphoric and the best Tetris game since the original. Mm. That's high praise. I like that. I might it have to looks, check that out.
0: It looks really cool. Like it looks very different. Yeah, but I kind of dig it though.
1: It's got like a really weird UI. I've never seen that before. I'm gonna have to check this out. I'm, I'm yeah, I love same. Tetris, so I'm definitely into anything Tetris. Yeah, same. But uh, now we're out of the news. We're not gonna do um, video game history tonight. But what we are gonna do is uh for our contest last week we uh we told everybody to send us a picture of li- you listening to the episode and uh only two of you did so it's between uh at gator jake sixty three and at jester eight zero eight two mister mike evelyn himself so I have in my hand right here it's gonna come down to a coin toss so I've got the official frog pants coin here in my hand so Um, actually, it's, I just noticed this, it's (laughs) double-headed. I thought it had two different sides to it. Uh, so they both win! No. (laughs) Uh, I got a quarter in my pocket, so we'll do, uh, Gator Jake 63 is heads, Jester, uh, Mr. Mike Evelyn is tails, so here we go. Tails, Mr. Mike Evelyn, if you can see it in the thing there, it is tails. And uh, so he wins. Uh, what were we giving away? The um, the Steam the code Sonic Adventure, for Sonic Sonic Adventure, Adventure DX. DX. So congratulations, Mr. Mike. I will be um, sending you that Steam code, uh, probably on Twitter Messenger. I will give a
0: shout out to at Gator Jake sixty three. He's one of the friends that I mentioned in my review of Double Dash. Oh, okay. That I would that I would play with. So awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, uh, shout, well out shout out to, out to him. Uh sorry but you didn't win this time but we're always going to be doing contests from now on so just yeah. keep an ear out. Um uh, but yeah Mike I'll be sending you that uh that that code here shortly. Um and also we were going to do another giveaway tonight but we don't have no chat room tonight so I don't know how we're going to do this. Um I will um, maybe I should
0: post the question in the Discord.
1: We could do that. Yeah, so if you want to be a part We'll do it tomorrow in the Discord. So if yeah. you want, if you're listening to this, and you want to be a part of our Discord and win that, uh, win the uh, Sonic Mania uh, Steam key. Go join our Discord, which you can get to by the uh, permanent link I have put at the top of our um, our Twitter page at Nerd Cave Retro. Go join us in the Discord, and you will have a chance to win uh, the Sonic Mania Steam key. Which,
0: Sonic Mania is a very good game. I know a lot of other people don't like it, but I enjoy it. And I think I came up with a pretty good trivia question. So you don't know when I'm going to post it, but at some point tomorrow I will post the question. Hmm. First person to answer it correctly will get the code.
1: Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I I thought (laughs) Wally made fun of me last week because I thought everybody was going to be on vacation this week and be in the chat room tonight all at once, but apparently everybody has to work. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the only one like, off this week.
0: I feel like we're the exception to the rule and that we get time off for the holidays.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry I have a job yeah. that allows me to have time off. I didn't mean to. It just happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was weird for me because like I, I literally worked two days and then had a week and a half off.
1: Uh, so nice. Yeah. Um, before we go into our, uh, we're actually, we're not doing a review tonight. We're doing our best of 2020, 2021 list. But before we do that, we like to do shout outs. And Derek, would you like to take the honors? Sure. We like to shout
0: out the fact checker to the fact checker, Mr. Tyler Watson, xblade 7 Daniel Salmon, Armez Jackson, Hand Solo, Carlos Longoria, aka Rampage, Rampage. Staff Sergeant Sketch, the Emerald Coast fact checker, Brandon Rutledge, Gus and Penny, Matthew Salmon, everyone's favorite pro wrestler, Joey Image, Ron Johnson, Mixmaster, and Mr. B Rez Coffee himself, Mike Eveland. Thank you all so much for your continued contributions. And because you have kept us at the $50 level, we'll continue to do fun commentary tracks just like national lampoon's christmas vacation Mm -hmm. which we did earlier this week and had a lot of fun doing that so we'll be posting a poll fairly soon for uh, january so be on the lookout for that i know every now and then we post polls for you the patreon subscribers to to decide uh, what we want to review i may actually do that for my next review is let the patreon subscribers decide so be on the lookout for that i was thinking about doing
1: that too because i have several games that uh, i want to review
0: same uh but yeah if you want to be a part of our awesome patreon community just head on over to patreon.com slash retro and for new patrons send us your social media whether it's twitter facebook instagram whichever one you prefer so we can give you a proper shout out
1: hey guys we got to tell you about b res coffee company
0: Made by gamers for gamers right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida.
1: No matter what your taste in coffee are, they got you covered. You like light or medium roast? Try the Necro Medium, Holy Grail Light, or Stamina Boost. They can even add flavors to your coffee, like Icast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. If you like
0: darker roasts like I do, then try the Critical Dark or Koo Slayer Mocha Roast or the Gamers on the Edge Esports Roast. They even have holiday-inspired roasts like Fall Spice, Sweet Tooth, or the Muffin Man. Do
1: you know the Muffin Man? Can't decide what you want for those all-night gaming sessions? Then try one of their specialty sample packs. All roasts are made with fair trade Colombian beans. So stop buying all that crappy coffee from the grocery store. And head over to brescoffeecode.com and use our code NCR for 10% off of your order. And uh, since I don't have any uh, music to play for, I'll just, I'll just play... What do I have here? Uh, I got... Yeah, I'll just play a little Ninja Gaiden music there to lead us into the uh, top games of 2021, and uh, do you want to start, or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. So, for my top games of 2021, and as I said, uh, this didn't necessarily have to be games that were uh, released this year, just something you played this year and um, so I had to actually go back through our archives to see everything that I reviewed and look through my Switch, see all of my games, and uh, I'm pretty sure you had to do the same thing, too. <laughs> yep. This year kind of bled together with, la- with 2020, so I was kind of confused as to what I played this year as opposed to last year.
0: What I love about our list is they're completely different. Like, we don't have a single thing that's the same. Yeah. But I like that.
1: Yeah, I I was surprised that the, uh, everybody that wrote in, there's just like, man, it just runs the gamut of of type of games that everybody likes. But mm-hmm. to start off, my honorable mentions are uh, Metroid Dread, which I never finished, but I did like the game. I just feel like Nintendo should have given us uh, difficulty settings, because that game is just straight up hard. And I it's... My hands actually started to cramp up playing that game. Did you ever get Metroid Dread?
0: I haven't yet. I do want to get it sometime fairly soon because I've I put it off long enough. I just need to get it.
1: Yeah, the control scheme on that game, especially when you're playing it in handheld mode, it's just there's way too much going on. They should have simplified that somehow and given you a, a difficulty setting. Uh other than that it's a great game. I mean it's right there it, it, you know it's Metroid, it's a Metroid-ass Metroid game, but man it's hard. And uh my second honorable mention, this is something that was definitely not released this year, but it was something I definitely played this year. It was a game that I have played in the past, but I played BioShock Remastered this year and that game is still so good. It still holds up. You know the remaster version of it is definitely worth playing and having in your uh in your your game library. I can't say enough good things about that game. It's just it's a really good first person game with a great story great the graphics still hold up it's just there's not much bad I can say about that game
0: i I haven't played the remastered versions of Bioshock so I definitely need to change that. You definitely at, at should, because yeah.
1: it, it's it's definitely worth the playthrough again.
0: Uh, I only have one honorable mention, and that is The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. The HD version came out this year, and I played it... I played that game for the first time since it originally came out. I believe it was in 2010 or 2011, maybe. Yeah. Um, I consider myself to be a Skyward Sword apologist. I know a lot of Zelda fans do not care for Skyward Sword. But in going back and playing it, I think I may have been a little too harsh on it. There's a lot of backtracking that you have to do, which can be frustrating. But it's also really cool in the sense that it's very important to the story because it's the first game chronologically and lays the foundation for what happens in future installments of the franchise. So for that alone, it's worth going back and playing. And you get to see cool things like the creation of the Master Sword, the unveiling of the Triforce for the first time in chronological order. So it has a lot of cool moments if you're a Zelda fan. Not the best Zelda game, but definitely not the worst.
1: Yeah. I still haven't played it, so I don't know if I ever will. I know i probably get to it eventually, but...
0: The, the controls are a little frustrating because there's still motion capture to an extent because yeah. it was originally a Wii game, so that takes some getting used to, but in a way, it makes it more challenging because you have to be smarter whenever you're fighting just like basic enemies because they'll block you. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out how to get around them. so okay. and in that aspect, it's it's pretty cool. So uh, it just barely missed the cut on my top five.
1: Uh, as far as my uh, my number five would be Hades. Hades is such a cool, roguelike game. Uh, with great writing, great uh, art style, the the controls for that game are so satisfying. I still haven't finished the game, but it's one of those games that when I first got it, I played the hell out of it and kind of burnt myself out on it. But it's definitely one that I'll keep going back to because the replayability on that game is just endless. So that's definitely, uh, as far as I'm concerned, one of the best games that was released this year.
0: Does James Woods do the voice for the title character? No, he does not. (laughs) Well, that's unfortunate. A uh, little Hercules joke for those who may not have gotten that. Uh, that yeah, That's a game that I still need to play as well. I know you've talked a lot about uh-huh. it. I've read good things about it online. So uh, hopefully at some point in 2022, I'll get to check that out. But my number five is a classic and one I actually reviewed very recently on the show. And that would be Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy. I hadn't played this game in nearly 20 years. And I forgot, honestly, how fun it was Hmm. it's I mentioned it in the review a couple of weeks ago but it's not really a game changer when it comes to platforming and does have a bit of a Crash Bandicoot feel which is apparent because Naughty Dog created the game but overall a solid platformer with some funny moments and what I think is a really cool story and does a great job of world building and they expand upon that in the sequels so uh, Jack and Daxter Precursor Legacy great platformer and laid the foundation for some cool things to come in its sequels.
1: Uh, For my number four, I got Streets of Rage 4. I knew this would be on your list. This game is one of the best side-scrolling beat-em-ups I've ever played in my life. And I played it when I had PS Now, and I don't have it anymore because I don't have PS Now, but I'm definitely going to get a copy of it. Just to have, so I can play anytime I want. If you haven't played Streets of Rage 4, you're missing out on the best side scrolling beat em up I think I've played in probably 20, 25 years.
0: That's high praise.
1: It's so good and smooth. The controls are like butter. Uh,
0: My number four, Turnip Boy (laughs) Commits Tax Evasion. Probably the quickest turnaround as far as the review goes that we've ever done on this show. Cause I remember it was released and I knew I had to play it and I was not disappointed. I have not laughed <laughs> at a video game like this in a long time. It plays well. It's wacky. It's goofy. It's funny. The one-liners are great. Whoever wrote the dialogue was an absolute genius. And I would love to see a sequel to yeah. this game. I don't know if we'll get it, but just the, the plot of it, just the thought of it is just so funny and so weird. Like, I could see it being almost like a a South Park style cartoon in humor, not in animation style. But I think that would actually be hilarious. But I, I love Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. I think it did so it, it had well to enough that it
1: might actually get a sequel.
0: If they do, they have my money.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I love that game. I still haven't played it. I need to. I think you'd like it. Uh, for my number three, of course, is Days Gone. Uh, Joey Image um, just sung the praises of this game for so long that I, I decided I finally had to break down and just play it, and it's one of the best. Like they're not zombies, but they're close. They're they're freakers, but. One of the best, like, kind of open world, sort of, uh, just open world, like, like great story, great visuals, great action. Like, this game pretty much has everything. If you like that sort of genre uh, of game, that open world, you know, uh, traveling around, lone person doing different jobs for people and trying to, you know building the story as you go along like it's it's got everything you want and i am so disappointed that this game is not going to get a sequel because i think it is one of the best games out there for the ps4 honestly
0: one day i will play this game and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say when i'm gonna do it but whenever I do, I'm just going to take a screen cap and tag Joey Image in it. <laughs> That's why he's not and in the
1: I... chat room right now, because he's yeah. actually on a Days Gone podcast as we speak.
0: Which is understandable. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's he's a huge fan of that game.
1: Yeah, that game came out like 2018 or 2019, but I didn't play it till this year. But man, I missed out when that game first came out, because holy crap, what a good game.
0: My number three is a game that gave both you and I fits, <laughs> but I love it,
1: and it's Agalos. I thought about putting this on my list, but it I got so frustrated with the difficulty that it ramped up to that I, just, I couldn't justify putting it on my list.
0: I still haven't beaten the final boss. Eventually I will, but everything from the setting... Like, we mentioned this when we reviewed it. This is what Zelda 2 should have been. Uh-huh. And this is my type of game with that medieval setting, platform style, upgradable weapons. It, to me, th- this is like this game was made for me. And that's the main reason why I love it. Uh, I, I, I just I, love going back and even just exploring. Yeah. Because I love I love the way it plays. The controls are so smooth other than the difficulty i have no complaints about this game
1: that's the thing like the game the first 75% of the game is almost perfect like it's so good but then you, the difficulty ramps up so ridiculously towards the end of the game that i just i couldn't i had to do i couldn't do anything but just give up like i couldn't get any further in the game the
0: two bosses before the final one are just, borderline unbearably hard. <laughs> and th- It took me forever. And that's eat. another
1: game with no difficulty setting. It's just hard.
0: Yep. yep. Hard, very hard, and insane Yeah, <laughs> is what the difficulties would be.
1: But if they went back and remade Zelda 2, like if this team that made this game went back and remade Zelda 2, I think I would love Zelda 2 if they went back and remade it like this.
0: Oh,
1: 100%. 100%. Uh, for my number 2... The Resident Evil 3 Remake. I love everything Resident Evil. And th- even though this game didn't quite have the the, the the beef that Resident Evil 2 has, like there's a lot of game in Resident Evil 2, and there's a lot of extras and a lot of replayability. Could be, you got the two storylines that you go through, you know, Leon and Claire. But with Resident Evil 3, it's just the one storyline and it takes about 6 hours to finish. So I feel like you're getting half a game. But it's still it's Resident Evil and it's it's just, you know you're you're just doing Resident Evil things and solving puzzles and you're conserving your ammo. It's Resident Evil and I love it. It's re, they remade it. I love it. And it's not definitely not as good as part 2 the remake, but Definitely something that you should play if you love the Resident Evil series.
0: Yeah, Resident Evil is just one of those series that I think a lot of it is because I wasn't a fan of horror Mm -hmm. growing up. So I never got into the actual Resident Evil games. I need to go back and just play them. I have a long list of stuff I need to go back and play. But Resident Evil, all of them. It's definitely on my list.
1: And you should go back. Go back all the way to one, you know, and play the the remastered um, Resident Evil. You know, you can get it on the Switch. You get it on PS4, and it looks great. You know, the re, it was even re, it was remastered in what like 2002 or three, and it looks great. Awesome. <laughs> it play it. It's, it's the old tank style controls, but you get used to it.
0: Yeah, my number two is Metroid Prime for the GameCube. I reviewed this a couple of months ago on the show. Again, another game like Jack and Daxter. I remember this game being great, and I really liked it. But I forgot how much I liked it uh-huh. until I went back and played it. It was controversial, putting the Metroid franchise in that first-person perspective. But honestly, like that's how I prefer it now. Uh-huh. Like, if you... If you want to make like your Metroid dreads that have the more traditional look, that's fine. But I like the first-person shooter style. Yeah, there's no reason Metroid to not
1: have both. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I thought it was a seamless transition. <clears throat> I liked the environment. I loved fighting Meta Ridley. The final boss is really cool because there's several different phases that you have to go through and use practically every weapon you've collected in order to beat it. And One of my favorite final boss fights, and that would be a good top five list to do one day, is top five final bosses. Um, I love Metroid Prime. It's one of the best GameCube games, and one of the best, to me, Nintendo games of mm-hmm. all time.
1: I'll agree with that. Uh, for my number one, my number one for 2021, Kingdom Rush Vengeance. This game came out in 2020, and <clears throat> it is, you're basically playing the uh the bad guys, this time around <clears throat> in the Kingdom Rush uh, world, you're always you know trying to defend the countryside uh, ag- against the bad guys. But this time you get to play the bad guys and it, it, it is tower defense. So if you're not into tower defense, you're not going to like this game. But I love the pop culture references in this game. I love the art style of this game. I love the progression of this game. I love the story. I love that each in between each section of the game, you is like you get like the story is laid out like a comic book. And I have put since I got this game, I have put over 50 hours into it. Oh, wow. Because I've played through the entire I'm trying to 100 percent this game and there's a lot to do to 100 percent this game.
0: But it's such a great feeling whenever you do hit 100 percent on a game that you just work so long and so hard to do. It's a there's a feeling not really like it other than that. And if that makes any sense. All the
1: achievements that you get in the game like there's just silly stuff you have to do. Like there's this one uh one map where up in the corner you're like in the the dwarves um they they must have had like a big festival so there's just like passed out dwarves everywhere and there's like beer spilled everywhere there's like tables knocked over and then up in the corner you see um you see Moe and Barney at, at this little table like a little bar and you click on Barney and Moe keeps sending him uh beers and he drinks them and when when Barney finally passes out off the chair, you get an achievement for putting Barney to sleep. Like just little things like that make that game worth playing to me.
0: I love funny achievements. Yeah, it makes me think of Lego Star Wars, and I think you get an achievement for killing Jar Jar. <laughs> it's little little things like that, and that's I think the only game I ever got all the achievements on. Yeah, because getting it a hundred percent was just so difficult because you had so much that you had to do. The
1: only the only game that comes to mind that I know for a fact that I 100%ed was uh Batman Arkham Asylum. It took me forever to get all those damn Riddler trophies. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to look up YouTube videos for some of them just to figure out how to get them, but that once I hit 100% on that game, I was like, "Oh my god, I've never 100%ed a game before."
0: It's a great feeling. Yeah. My number one, you knew it had to be a Zelda game, Mm -hmm. but it's The Wind Waker. I went back and played through it from start to finish earlier this year. Still one of the best Zelda games of all time. I remember when this was announced and they unveiled the cel-shaded link, everyone groaned and whined that we weren't mm-hmm. getting the dark, gritty take on Zelda. And yeah. yet here we are years later, and that style is still being used yeah. to this day.
1: We got the gar- dark, gritty uh, Zelda with um, Twilight Princess. Twilight in princess in it. And everybody's like, whoa, I want more Wind Waker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, really?
0: It, it w- provided such a different take on the Zelda story and the fact that it really... It, Technically took place around Hyrule, but just in a different way. I loved the portrayal of Ganondorf. It actually made him a little sympathetic, which he wasn't in any of the other games. Just an overall borderline perfect game that Nintendo made with Wind Waker. Yeah. And I get such joy out of going back and playing it whenever I decide to do it. And I just so happened to do a full playthrough of it again earlier this year or so. That's why it's my number one.
1: I still remember the first time I got that game and I started playing it and I was like, man, this art style is weird and kind of sucks. But then like hour or two into the game, I was so hooked.
0: Well, it adds so many little nuances that are used in Zelda games now. Like if you're in a room that, you know, like if you're trying to unlock a door or you need to pull a switch, if you're near where you're supposed to be, like say if there's a switch on the wall, you'll see Link's eyes look up Mm -hmm. at the Switch. You're like, oh, I'm supposed to do something with that. And everything from, you know, the music changing whenever you're, like, fighting an opponent and you hit it with a sword, the music will, like, bump up a few octaves and then go back down. Little things like that were inspired in The Wind Waker and are Mm -hmm. still used in Zelda games today.
1: God, I love that game so much. i want to play that again right now.
0: You should. <laughs> I recommend anybody. Like I I if you told me to play through a Zelda game, I'd be like, "Okay, unless it's Zelda 2."
1: Yeah. I think I think so if anybody was to have never played a Zelda game and says, "Where should I start?" Well, first, you play uh Link to the Past, 2, Wind Waker, 3, yep. Um, what, would,
0: what would, I'd I say know. Ocarina of Time.
1: Yeah, I I think so cuz I, I wouldn't say go back and play the first two cuz I think 2 is really going to be hard to go back and play if you've never played a Zelda game. And I think, one, it has its merits, and it was a great game for its day, but Link to the Past did it so much better.
0: When it comes to the original Zelda, I say if you're a fan and you want to do like a... I think... um, Butcher did that in the from the Discord yeah. chat. He was it's, going through and playing.
1: It's definitely worth going back and playing if you've yeah, never played I w- Zelda. I would say I w- definitely play it at some point.
0: But I wouldn't start with it though. Yeah, I would start with Link to the Past, then Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Then I would probably go back and play the original. Cause if you go breath of the wild, you're just going to be there for forever. Yeah. So I'd
1: say breath of the wild for last, but I think you can probably just skip to. <laughs> yeah. I hate saying that, but man, that game is just, I never liked that game ever.
0: Yeah, it was, I don't entirely hate it, but it's my least favorite of the franchise easily. Yeah.
1: So uh, now we're going to go into our listener list, and uh, we had a lot of people, submitting and uh, i think we'll just we'll just ping pong back and forth reading these off okay and, uh, i'll start off we have mr mike Eveland, who mr b Rez coffee himself had a pretty short list he said mass effect legendary for sure that is the end of the list unless you want to <laughs> count my 900th replaying of dragon age nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that at all
0: so we'll say mass effect legendary is his number one and two through five yeah. is Dragon Age. Sounds good. Yeah. Next up, we have Mr. Joey Image. We mentioned him earlier. Of course, he mentions Days Gone <laughs> for PS4 slash PS5 slash PC, Forza Horizon Five for PC, Beat Saber for Oculus Quest VR, and Wallachia for Switch.
1: Wallachia was a good game. If you if you like the uh, the Castlevania um, aesthetic. But more real, like set in a real environment, and you like the whole uh, Vlad Dracula storyline. I think if you're if you're a Castlevania fan, I think you should you would really enjoy Wallachia if you've never played it.
0: Yeah, I need to at some point.
1: Uh, Armez Jackson um, wrote number ten Pokemon Shining Pearl for the Switch. Do you know that one? I've never heard of that. It's a
0: remake, so pokemon's been remaking a lot of their old games over the last several years and this is that was diamond and pearl was that generation i can't think of the new name for diamond i had already gotten out of pokemon at that point so i never played diamond and pearl so i don't know too much about it but i think it's cool that they remastered them
1: yeah uh number nine spider-man for the ps4 i need to go back and play that game again so good uh, eight Mundon for the Switch. I don't. Th- I don't recognize that. I don't either. Uh, number seven is a tie for Technos and Data East Arcade One Evercade V.S. Six Contact for the DS. Do you know what Contact is? Mm-mm. Hmm. Uh, number five, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit on the Switch. Four Binary Domain 360. Three Xenocrisis for the Evercade V.S. Stay for the Switch and Metroid Dread for the Switch for his number one.
0: I like it. Uh, Wally Phelps official uh, fact checker. This is
1: Fortnite stuff. I forgot to write Fortnite. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so his number five, Matrix Unreal Five Tech Demo. Number four, Mario Kart Eight. Three, Fortnite Chapter Two Season Seven. Two, Fortnite Chapter Two Season Eight. And number one, Fortnite Chapter Three. Season one. He wow, loves I, him some Fortnite.
1: I love some Fortnite. <laughs> I respect it though. Yeah, I get it. I, I've tried to play a couple times, but I'm just not good at shooters. Like uh, online shooters. I'm just not good at it at all. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Brandon Rutledge um, I wrote uh, Brandon Rutledge here. Hope a top 10 is okay. Of course. Listed in order of time spent playing and how emotionally invested I got in each game. Honorable mentions Fortnite, Balloon Fight. Oh, Balloon Fight's good. Classic. Yeah, classic. Double Dragon 2 The Revenge, Super Mario 64, uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars version on the Switch, WWE 2K19. Isn't that the one that's all busted? Or was it 2020 that was all busted?
0: I, I feel like all of them are busted.
1: <laughs> Apex Legends and Mario Brothers. Now, for number 10, he's got Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um, number nine, Ninja Jajamaru Kun. Never heard of that one. It is. Uh, eight, Dive Kick. Number seven, World Series of Poker Tournament of Champions, two thousand seven edition. Um, six, Kirby's Dream Course. Uh, five is a tie for Tetris ninety nine and Pac Man ninety nine. I'm gonna have to go Tetris on that. Yeah, one. Um, I forgot about that one. I probably would have put that. At least as an honorable mention. Yeah, Tetris is so. Tetris 99 was really good. I spent a lot of time playing that game. (laughs) I did too. Uh, Number four, Kingdom Hearts 3. Number three, Street Fighter V Championship Edition. Uh, Number two, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And number one, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That's
0: another game. I need to go back and play some Smash Brothers. It's been a while. I I haven't gotten the last several uh, DLC characters. That's how long it's been since I played it. Yeah. Next up, we have I Am the Rampage, aka Rampage. Rampage. Halo Infinite, which I really want to play. Yeah. Uh, no. Jedi Fallen Order, Hades, Battletoads 2020, Curse of the Dead Gods, Double Dragon Neon, Minecraft Dungeons, Streets of Rage 4, and of course, Fortnite.
1: Yeah, a new I, Fortnite would
0: be on his list.
1: I can't believe uh Halo Infinite only landed on one list so far.
0: I I really want to play it. I just don't have a, a new generation I know, Xbox. I need,
1: I need to get one. Uh, and for I think this is our last one here too. Uh Mr. Tyler Watson. Uh hey guys, Tyler here. Here's my top 5 for 2021. Spoilers, it's mostly Nintendo. And I like Tyler cuz he likes to put lots of uh detail in yeah. his lists. Number five, Mass Effect 2 for PS3. So I've never finished an, uh, an ME game other than the first one. In fact, this playthrough of ME2 is a save file that I last left off of in 2017. I picked it back up after my PS4 died, and although I haven't finished it, um, I've had a lot of fun with it and had to put it on here. I'll finish it soon and start Mass Effect 3. I almost got the Mass Effect trilogy the other day when I was at... Uh, when I was at uh, GameStop, but I I don't know if I have the time right now to go back and replay that whole thing again. I would love to, but I just know that I'm not going to have the time. Yeah, it's a commitment. <laughs> Even though yeah. I love Mass Effect, I just I don't know if I could go back and do that right now.
0: I just love that universe that they built.
1: Yeah, it's great. Uh, they are making a TV show, too, so I'm kind of excited mm-hmm. about that. I am too. Uh, Number four, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Switch. A remake of the Gen 4 games Diamond and Pearl. I guess that answers my question from a little while ago. From the original DS. There was a lot of hype for a remake for years. And while this was not what a lot of people wanted, uh, I still had fun with it. Even a not-so-great Pokemon game is still a Pokemon game, and I'll probably have fun with it. I never got into the Pokemon games.
0: Yeah, there's several that I haven't played. and I'll tell this quick story. So I was at my aunt and uncle's house for Christmas, and I have a little cousin who's, I believe he's six or seven, and I saw him reading a Pokemon book that had a list of, like, I think it was all the way up to Gen 2, and I just kept thinking to myself, do I say that I know all of those? (laughs) Do I date myself? Uh. And then eventually, I think either my mom or my dad mentioned, "Hey, you know Derek really likes that stuff." And I'm like, "Well, here we go." So mm-hmm. then he sits down next to me, and yeah, you know, we just look through the book and name off different Pokemon.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Jacob Craig just joined us in the chat room and dropped his list. So I'll lead. I'll read those after after we get done here. Um, okay. Number three: Sam, uh, Metroid: Samus Returns, 3DS. While he has tried the Metroid games before, they had never held his interest. Love the gameplay type, but the music, the atmosphere, and the puzzles, everything was great. I've heard some people do own, uh, some people be down on this entry, but having no frame of reference for anything prior, I was really able to let myself be absorbed into it. I made sure to 100% complete it. I know this is one of your favorites.
0: Yeah, I haven't played the, the new version of it. I do really want to, though.
1: Uh, number two, the Castlevania series. PS4, GBA, and DS replayed several of his favorite Castlevania games this year. Instead of trying to rank them individually, decided to lump them all together. Simply, of the Night as part of the collection on PS4. Still holds up as one of the greatest games ever made. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, he just talks a lot about all the other games. But yeah, there's that Castlevania. Um, the Castlevania collections you can get right now are very much 100% worth the money to get those yes. like the Castlevania games are just great absolutely I uh, said um, which one he said was his personal favorite uh, Aria of sorrow for the GBA was his personal favorite in the franchise uh, let's see And for number number one Hades for the switch he bought Hades in the beginning of the year and it's all he played for months. According to his year end review from Nintendo, he put 126 hours into it. Wow. Wow. I think I put maybe 30, (laughs) if that 25, 30. Uh, Just, yeah, he said it's the loop of dying and starting over. So, uh, uh, so makes it so effortless uh, that you will, it will make you say just one more run so many times that it will be borderline on obsessive. And I agree with that. Um, He's been reading Greek myths since the fourth grade and loved this this whole game, so it just felt like a big hug. That's why I'm into it, too. I really like Greek mythology, and I was really into it as a kid. So if you love Greek mythology, this game just is dripping with it. You guys are going to get me to get this game. It's so good, I'm telling you. And it's just (laughs) that loop of just... One more run. I, I'm. I got to get further this time. I'm. I want to try this weapon that time. This time. Oh, I get to upgrade. Oh, I can buy curtains for hell. You know, like all that cool stuff in the game. And like, oh, if I do this one little mission for this one god, I get to do this. You know, get this so much money. And like, it's just crazy. Like how it just keeps you in that loop.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be getting this game soon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Let's see. I'll I'll go ahead and read Jacob's here. So for our last one, we have Mr. Jacob Craig, my uh, co-host on the Open Micros podcast. Says the best game he's played this year. Uh, Number five, Flippy Knife. Uh, I don't know what Flippy Knife is. for Batman the Telltale series. I almost bought those the other day on the PS4 because I've heard that those are really good. I have
0: to. I haven't played them, but I really want to.
1: Number three, Mortal Kombat 11, 2 Assassin's Creed Valhalla and number 1 The Wolf Among Us that's a Telltale series I've heard is really good too and I yep. love the Telltale games those Walking Dead games are really good uh, and he says P.S. I haven't played many games because I've been busy getting super yolked <laughs> <laughs> yeah right sir I doubt that
0: uh, tune in to open micers to hear more about that story yeah
1: <laughs> um, but that's it for uh, for our best of 2021 and uh, so, definitely, if you never played any of these, give any one of these a play, and I think you'll be be very happy because these are some good good games on all these lists.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mentioned this earlier, but I I love that the lists were just so different. Yeah, like there were some commonalities, but for the most part, a lot of variety, and that's why I like doing like top five and top ten lists.
1: Especially with all the remakes and the remasters they're doing now you can go back and play these old games and have a complete different experience than you did the first time you played it. Like, like going back and playing resident evil three, resident evil two, uh, you know, the Bioshock remaster, just there's like, you get a different experience, even though you've played them before, it's a whole new experience, but you still, it's that same feeling. It's just in a different way. And I'm, I'm here for it. They can remake everything at this point, and I'm I'm there for it. Same. But, uh, but that's going to do it for 2021. Derek, how do you feel about 2021 finally coming to a close? There were
0: some... I had some very low points, but I also had some very high points. But I'm happy that we're moving into 2022. I've said it multiple times on the show i got a good feeling about 2022 i think it's going to be a much better year for a lot of people so You're i'm gonna ready have for to it loan to loan me December. some of
1: that good feeling so because uh, i don't know i'm i'm getting <laughs> i don't see much great happening this next year
0: i'll uh i'll be the optimist
1: yes please of the show oh yeah. uh jacob craig says flippy knife is a mobile game and it's super addicting and a really good time killer Never I've not gotten really big into mobile games, at least not, not in a long time. I'm not a mobile gamer. I don't have a single mobile game on my phone.
0: I have Wheel of Fortune. I if don't that have counts. anything.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you keep that optimism for the both of us and hopefully everything will work out for 2022. We'll, we'll see. But uh but yeah, that's gonna about wrap this show up. Um tell everybody where they can find the feature press pod that's gonna be dropping what, in like a week?
0: it's about to finally be here you know if you're listening to the show live or the night it comes out feature presentation launches officially in one week it'll be available on youtube and all podcasting platforms i'll be putting out uh, the link to subscribe later this week i'm going to upload a trailer to give us kind of a preview of what you can expect from the show uh first episode is going to be pretty long I'm going to be honest. It's probably going to be in the two and a half to three hour range because I'm doing a lot of catch up on movies that I've been seeing, but haven't really had a chance to talk about uh, a lot of cool stuff coming up. But yeah, you can follow the show uh, at feature press pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you want the show early, as soon as Friday, you can sign up for my Patreon at patreon.com slash You can also listen to the fun Smallville round table that Jason, uh, Mike Eveland, and I did the other day. Uh, you get some retro audio from some of my old shows, uh, movie scripts, some old movies that I did right out of college. So you get a lot of content for uh, for Patreon. So go check that out.
1: Awesome. And go uh, if you want more of me and Derek, go listen to this week's episode of the Open Micros Podcast that's going to be dropping on Friday. And uh, go follow us where we we talk all about the Feature press feature presentation podcast and uh, Jacob getting yoked so if you want to know what that's all about (laughs) go follow us at Open Micers on Twitter and Instagram so I think that's it you ready to go ahead and get out of here and call this a year? yes sir if you would like to email us you can email us at nerdkbratchow at gmail.com we're at NerdCaveRetro.com. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash NerdCaveRetro. Instagram and Twitter at NerdCaveRetro and individually at JFunktastic and at Derek underscore Diamond. Go buy some merch. We got all kind of cool stuff in our store. The NCRMerch.com takes you to our store. T-shirts, mugs, computer bags, anything you want. Masks. We got it all. NCRMerch.com And if you want to support us, Patreon.com slash Cave Retro, or as little as a dollar a month gets you all of our extra content like those commentary tracks we like to do every month. If you can't do that, I understand times are tough. Leave a review wherever Find podcasts are given away for free. So Derek, please tell them what it's all about.
0: May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Yes. I love the Power Glove.